This episode of Not All Podcasts Were Capes is sponsored by Shadow Boxes by James. Combining the love of arts and crafts with comic books and collecting, Shadow Boxes by James is the perfect gift for every fanboy and fangirl in your life. Visit shadowboxesbyjames.com and use the promo code NOTALLPODS, that's all one word, for 15% off your purchase today. And now for the podcast that has three different personalities, bruv. Not all podcasts wear capes. That was Australian. <laughs> I mean, she went, she yeah, went yeah I was going to say, was that English, Australian? <laughs> was what was that meant to be? It started, it it started, Wait, no, it no, no, we're keeping nope. it that way. Nope. It started That's it. British. That was and one take. We only do one take. I, mean, I thought I was watching Bluey. No, you... <laughs> <laughs> no it's because, you know what? One of my coworkers is Australian, and I kind of like absorbed, I think, her accent a little bit just working with her so much. <laughs> no, that was that was perfect. That was perfect. Um, if you can't figure it out, we're talking Moon Knight, y'all. Moon Knight is here. Which which of us is Stephen Grant? Which of us is Mark Spector? Mark Spector. Oh, I thought, thought we were talking. It was Phil Spector, like from. Oh, forget it. No, 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 no. No, no one knows who that is. Ariani did. Ariani did. There's a joke. No, Talking Heads. I know. I'm kidding. No, he was Talking Heads. No. Phil Spector was like one of the producers of all the Beatles albums. A producer who was like, who was like, and not all the Beatles albums, just the last one. And he, he, he was like brought up on. He produced all those sixties murder charges and stuff like that, right? Yeah, he yeah. killed a woman. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know much about anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so I was just surprised We're there was no Beatles needle drops in this thing with Phil Spector and everything. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, you brought up Phil Spector. <laughs> no, but every time they say Mark Spector, in my head, I hear Phil Spector. You know? Well, because Spectre's a Jewish right. last name. But That's it's also why. like a ghost, it's a, very, a Spectre. It's a common Jewish last name. What, what about Pross? Do yeah. you hear about Pross? I'm not doing it. I'm not getting I'm set up for a joke. That. I'm not going to get yeah, set I'm up not for gonna, d- Pross, yeah. Pross Spectre? You don't, you don't hear that one either? Okay, so right off the bat, let's get into Moon Knight. Listen, Moon Knight, I never read Moon Knight. No one ever read Moon Knight. Ariani, what did you say? What did you say? Uh, but you were saying he's. I was like, no, he's like H, H Lister. He was like an H, going into like LMNOP area Wait, so Lister. Below, be, below, below Guardians. Um, yeah, probably at that level. Yeah, right? I mean, I knew more about Guardians of the Galaxy because they made they made like appearances and right. You right. knew more about Guardians right, of the but, Galaxy, but they, I, I. As far as I could tell, they seem to be on the same level. But my Guardians of the Galaxy were different than the Guardians of the Galaxy. My Guardians of the Galaxy were the ones that showed up with Sylvester Stallone, and you know, at the end of the, you know, it was Charlie X, Charlie Twenty Seven, and those Charlie Twenty, yeah, Charlie Twenty Seven. Oh, the the, those original Star Hawk Ravagers. They they weren't, but yeah, but they were they weren't Ravagers. They were like a superhero group. They weren't Ravagers then, but but yeah, I get what you mean. Like the the whole thing, uh, you know, a Martin X and things. But anyway, um, no. But you know what? And when they said, "Oh, Moon Knight," I was like, when they made the announcement, I was like, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm, uh, you know, okay. Let's see. Hopefully, they do a good job." And you know what? They hi- hired Oscar Isaac, and and um, 
And I think the showrunner, what's the name of the showrunner, Ariani? I believe his name is Mohammed Diab. Right, Egyptian guy, right? Um, which is important that they had an Egyptian guy uh, you know, running the show. Yeah, Mohammed Diab. I was right. I, I nailed that. Good job. Yeah, I'm just going to, I'm not going to even pause for lookup anymore. I'm just expecting Ariani to know. So I'll just ask you. So, um, and, and you know what? Oscar Isaac is awesome and he can carry this. Ethan Hawke is also awesome. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Ethan Hawke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Ethan Hawke was great. What a great opening to the thing with the glass. We were just talking about it before we started recording. And I thought that was just like such don't show his face and such a powerful way to introduce that villain. And then if you listen carefully, every single time he start, what's the name of the character? Arthur Harrow. Harrow, right. Every time he walks, they put a little bit of breaking glass in the audio. It's very low. Yep. You hear that? Are you serious? Yeah. I never noticed that. Yeah. No, it's Even there. Even after the first episode? Yep. It's he every is walking scene. on glass yeah. the time? Every scene where he's walking around. Listen to it. He's a... Tr- he's. Yep. You can hear oh, it. Oh, that's so... He's sweet. a true believer. You know what I mean? And it, like, makes him, like, um, you know... Yeah, Ethan Hawke. I, I always, I've loved Ethan Hawke. It's because, you know... He's one of our he's one of our yeah. great actors and, for and sure. Training he's day, absolutely. y'all. Training and I think day. he's underrated. I think he's <laughs> underrated. Um, he's super underrated. He should have been nominated years ago when he did First Reformed. First Reformed, I didn't see that one. Yeah, I don't know that one either. Yeah, I've known because like we're almost identically the same age, so it's like uh, like when I was a kid, he was in what was the one with him and River Phoenix when they were in space, like Space Kids or. Um, Ethan Hawke, River Phoenix, they like had a spaceship and they were like 10. Explorers, 1985. I've never heard Explorers. of that Explorers, uh, American fantasy film. Re- it was his feature film debut. That was literally his it, first It's movie. like, he's like, uh. You, you scroll all the way down to his, his filmography on IMDb. Explorers is the first movie. So he's okay. a child actor uh, in the on, 80s wait, wait, wait. when I was, you know. It, hmm? Oh, Joe Dante directed that. Two two interesting things that he's going to be in that's coming out. Knives Out 2. Really? And nice. he's in Yeah, that's listed on his filmography, now in post-production. And something called Bat Wheels, where he's the voice of Batman. That's interesting. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Bat Wheels. So he's crossing... Another Batman property? All right. Oh, but wait. <laughs> they wait. Hold on. Time out from Moon Knight for a second. This literally it's uh, Batman characters, but they're cars. <laughs> nice. So it it looks like like the the pictures look like cars, like the movie. But uh, like yeah, Pixar cars. Yeah, like Pixar cars. Yep. Um, and the characters are Batman, Batgirl, Batwing, Bam, Bat Computer, Mo, and uh, yeah. So I don't know what the heck this is, but uh, this looks ridiculous. A little ridiculous it for sure. Bra- They've run, they've run out of ideas. I'm All right. s- I'm done. All right, back to back, back to, to Moon Knight. Knight. Yeah, but no, Ethan Hawke was in was in Ethan Hawke was in everything, and he's really good in this. Do you find him menacing enough? Do you do you find him to be a compelling villain? I I, I think he's a different type of villain because I think he do, he do, he really doesn't think he's a villain. I mean, obviously that, that right. they're always saying that. 
Right. They always do but that, yeah. He's like, listen. Do you think Conchu is the gonna be like the twist villain? Because that's a lot of talk that I've been hearing. That Conchu is not as benevolent. Oh, as I don't he think seems. he seems I don't think Conchu seems benevolent. I didn't I didn't ever got benevolence from Conchu. Not benevolence, but it's just like it's obviously like, you know, because Moon Knight is alliance with Conchu. Right. Are we supposed to believe Conchu is a hundred percent? No, um, I don't think he is. Uh, um, I, I think Emmett, right? That's that's the um, the god that they're trying to unleash. Yeah, the, 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 the uh, I think Amit, right? I think yeah. that's gonna be your your true villain when uh, Amit, when they eventually. The goddess. We've seen three episodes so far. We're recording right now between episodes three right. and four. So episode four comes out Wednesday. Just so people listening know when this was actually recorded. So I'm assuming. The next episode, probably the way it's going to end is Emmett's going to be released, and it's going to pick up from, from there. I mean, IMDb does have an actress cast for Amit. Um, it says she's scheduled to show up soon. I'm not going to say when, unless you no, no. Let's not, let's not do let's not but, do no, no, let's, th- let's yeah, not, could, could, I mean, it's it's on IMDb, but we don't want to kind of like. It's in it's insider baseball. No, I know. Um, um, I like to I'd like to like. Okay, let me tell say a couple of things that I don't like. Right, so get those out of the way because I really like this show. A couple of things I don't like. Kanchu looks great. He's this we looks like a really great design of this Egyptian god, and it's really cool, and I'm digging it. Um, and then we go to see all the other gods. And they're just people, and it, well, but they're not people. They're their avatars. So they did, so they they didn't have right. to put in the design. Right, right. Not the blue people. Not the anime. Different. No, kind. they're using they're using hu- human forms right. to. You're right. Save right. money. Right. On because CGI. And I have nitpicks as usual. But um, go on. <laughs> uh, uh, but then and then and then um, so that was one. I'll, I'll think about other things that you know I don't you know particularly like. Um, oh, I thought you were gonna go like more into that because the way you said, it, I'm gonna get these. Well, well, way. yeah, I mean, uh, well, yeah, um, I know, I. But that was just one of the things. Kanchu kind of looks like a plague right? doctor. Yeah, I love, but that like, makes him look. He's like... really good, really good design. Oh, that I don't. Li- I like that it's a floating head. Yeah, I yeah. like that. Part and there's of it, the wisps designed. of hair coming out, and he yep. and he looks good, even better, in daytime. You know, he's at night and you're like, oh, he's so mysterious. But then like he's in daytime and the, the CGI really works for a television show like that. I think the CGI, it, it came out really well. I think because the design is so bizarre, that's what works. I think that's what what definitely works for me. Um, most of the other CGI does not work for me. I, I, I and I'm willing to forgive a lot of CGI because I know it's it's hard work. But that suit being just like completely CGI in like ninety eight percent of shots to me looks bad. A lot of the editing when it's like when it's scenes that are completely a hundred percent definitely all CGI, I was just like they're cutting a lot and doing a lot of like work to like hide, you know, imperfections because they don't they don't want us to look too long. 
at a completely CGI thing because then it all falls apart. I'm willing to forgive lapses in CGI and things like that if they just needed to do that. It was the way they chose to tell a good story. You know what I mean? I mean, I could still go back to like old Star Trek episodes and I, I see, I know that that rock that the that the Gorn is lifting is a big piece of styrofoam. But I like, I, I'm able to kind of separate that. And I, and I think... But a piece of styrofoam is practical. Right, right, I'm just saying any kind of FX, budgetary FX, right? So, right. yeah, I... I Obviously, there was no such thing as CGI in the original, but like, but like, I'm I'm willing to forgive whatever they need to do to tell that story like that, um, if if it's if it serves if it serves the. I just wish it wasn't like just completely a hundred percent, like an entire CGI frame for like two straight. Yeah, kind of like a bad render on She Hulk's leg, right? Yeah, man. Like when we watch things like, like whatever. <laughs> Took her a second. Took her a second. <laughs> I got it, T. I'm picking up what you're putting down. When we watch things like The Mandalorian, like these Star Wars shows, right? They do a lot of work to try and mix practical with CGI. Does it always work? Maybe not. But I really appreciate that effort because you know why? It really immerses me. It really immerses me when I do have alien characters in costume and makeup. Does it look ridiculous sometimes? Yes, Vers- but versus having something be completely CGI, it feels less immersive. Honestly, to me, it's not even taking me out that much because there's not a whole lot of Moon Knight in the this show. I feel what you're saying, Ariani. Like when his suit comes on, he's a CGI character in, in the real world. It's like Roger Rabbiting, Roger Rabbiting the scene, right? I get it, you know what I mean? I see what you're saying. But, you know, I'm going to be, um, I would not forgive it in a film. I hold it right, to the same right, standard. Right. No, but it has to be good. Because... You know what I mean? It can't be, like, really bad. I think it's, I think you're right. It's obviously CGI when they could have just had, like, man, made it, designed a and suit. And I'm not going that... to, I'm, I'm not impractical. I'm not impractical where it's just, like, there should be no CGI. Of course it has to be CGI. I'm not impractical like that. I understand what they're working with, and these are all very mystical. There are things that are impossible to do in live action. That I understand. I just am frustrated by the nothing but CGI of it all. It's just like nothing. Everything is built in a computer. And I, it's really hard work. Really hard work on the artists who are not treated the same as union workers who work on a set who you know there's there's reasons for things like this because it's it's about money it's also about money like all of this is about money as much it is is about creating something for people um i just i wish there was a little more way to immerse me into this universe because i feel really disconnected from it and it's 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 and moon knight is not a character that people immediately connect with i think i i think i immediately connected with oscar isaac and i think oscar isaac is giving me that immersion right but like you can't it's hard it's it sucks to kind of put all that on him when you have honestly a really good cast of people yeah but he's the lead he is the lead and he's playing a character that we haven't seen before this is brand new like every Disney Plus show that we got so far has been a spin-off of a supporting character or a main character. I know, not even a main character. They've been all supporting characters f- 
from the movies. This is the first show that it's free range, do whatever you want. They're they're doing they're they're introducing somebody. They're not even doing an origin story. He's already established. Um, so there's that, which is right. different. I you would think they would do an. Origin but the one character, the one personality, is learning his origin through it. So it is kind of telling. Right. You, he's figuring out like what really happened and why is everything happening like this. Right, and I think you're gonna get those scenes, but you're gonna get those scenes down the line because they're they're hinting at what happened to her father. Right, so obviously her father and Mark something her happened. Her who established La- sorry, the Sorry, La- Layla's Layla's father. So who's Mark's wife? And she's asking what happened to my father because, you know, Harrow said basically that he killed him or something like that. So the origin of Moon Knight is that he dies and gets resurrected by Khonshu. Right, that's the origin story of Moon Knight. And then everybody else there at the dig was killed because they were at a dig in Egypt. Right. So it's probably going to be something like her father hired him to come help him, and then something happened. Since we're talking about origins, did you guys do your homework with Werewolf by Night? Did you watch, read those two uh, comic book issues? Ariani didn't, didn't do her I homework did not. again. I did not. Was I you guys, to? the ones, the ones I, from the QR code. Am I the only person yeah. that did his so, homework? Oh, nice, T. Good Werewolf by Night. So you, you can job. lead this two, part of it. Two, two, yeah, two, you can. Yeah, two, two start terrible the conversation. issues of uh, comic books. It was. Wait, wait, hold, hold on, hold on. Let's tell people. So, if you watch episode one and two of Moon Knight, um, episode one when Stephen Grant is in the museum on the glass of one of the uh, artifacts, there's a QR code. If you scan it, it takes you to a comic book that you can read for free. And in episode two on his storage locker, there's a QR code. If you scan that one, it also takes you to a comic book. And these are two issues of Werewolf by Night, which is the first appearance of Moon Knight. Which is like 1974, which is 1974. Did you hear the other thing, though? I think if you turn the QR code upside down and scan it, it takes you to an issue of Blade. I think for the second episode. Which is interesting. That's yeah. interesting because we've been we've been speculating about about that. Can you is that right. so 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 werewolf by night? Eighteen year old is a werewolf, right? He got his he got it from who who is hold on werewolf by night is getting his own Disney Plus movie. Disney Plus special. He's getting it. For next Halloween, Halloween special, it's a right. Halloween it's be a movie. Is it a movie? I mean, yeah. I, I'm yeah. I'm not going to call it a movie. I'm going to call it a Halloween special. They're called. Uh, it's, it's, it's probably going to be like an could, hour, an hour and ten like minutes. Like forty-five probably. minutes, maybe. Yeah. Um, but whatever the length, I guess if it's two hours, we could call it a movie. If it's you know, if it's less, right? Um, what happens if it's three hours? If if it's at least an hour, it's feature length. So in the in you know how in Marvel it's always like it gives like the one short paragraph origin, and you find out in the short paragraph origin about Werewolf by Night, and I forget the guy's name. I'm gonna look it up. So in in this comic book. It said uh, in this comic book, it said that he got the curse from his dad, and his dad got cursed to be a werewolf by what? The Darkhold. So his dad was messing around with the Darkhold, and that's why he he. Uh, is it Darkhold or Darkholm? The Darkhold, the book. No, Darkhold is the, the book, book from WandaVision, WandaVision. Oh. and yeah. I thought it was pronounced Darkhold. The Darkhold. 
with an M. I'm I'm okay. I'm 99.999% sure. I I've been wrong before. I've been okay, wrong before. Okay, you guys know better but... than me. Yeah, I I thought it was Darkhold. I mean, you could be right, Ariani, but I I thought it was Darkhold too. Okay, I could be wrong. You know, that that feels like one of those things where in the real life it's probably called the Dark Home, but Marvel probably added a D on it. Darkhold. No, you guys are right. It is it it is Darkhold. Sorry. Also knows the Book of Sins, Book of Spells, or the Book of the Damned is an ancient book of spells and unspeakable power. Darkhold. H-O-L-D. So, so this gives a direct connection. So, right, we always talk on a, we're always talking about Midnight Suns, right? And what's Midnight Suns? It's the Marvel spooky team, right? DC's spooky team was called... Uh, was called the Creature Commandos, which was like World Universal Studio Monsters Fighting World War II, right? Creature Commandos. So let's go and look at the, you know, the traditional um, uh, 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 universal horror creatures, right? That are that are all pretty much just like um, they're uh, they're all um, um, public domain, public domain, right? So 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 first you have. Uh, so what do we have already in Marvel, right? You got a witch, right? You know what I mean? You got a witch. You have, you know, Moon Knight, they're turning him into the mummy. He's the mummy. This is like the mummy, right? And the lead is the mummy, right? It's like kind of almost like that, that Tom Cruise film. The what? The, the, the Tom Cruise movie? film where the lead is, it is the mummy himself. We don't acknowledge that movie right. in this house. So, so, <laughs> we don't so, acknowledge so, that so, movie. So, Spade. So, we acknowledge turn off your Brendan turn Frazier. off your, your 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 headphones. So, like, but agreed. What, what happens is, why did I say? And I'm talking about the mummy from back in the day. But what I'm saying is, right, you're talking about like Evan and Costello, like, <laughs> right? Versus right, the no, mummy. But, that the, stuff. The, the reason why version, I said the reason the why I said the Tom Cruise film is because they made Tom Cruise the lead, who is the mummy. Right, he was a he's he's the mummy in that. I didn't realize anybody actually watched it. <laughs> I saw it. I don't even remember it. I kind of blocked it out. I think. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to the dark universe. What could have been? I could have had DJ Phantom of the Opera, and then it it never happened. So what do we know? We got we got the Wicked Witch, right? The Wicked Witch, which is Agatha Harkness. You have the Mummy, which is Moon Knight, because he really wasn't a mummy in the thing, but he's very specifically a mummy in this right the, the way he's his costume right, wraps right, when right. it comes on it's very you got you got a yeah. werewolf who are we missing a vampire well a vampire. that's going to be blade right or or they could bring in you know a, a certain uh, a, a morbius character um <laughs> more living vampire right it'll be blade blades the vampire right, right? so yeah. but but like you have that right um uh, and you know, so you're they're put they're putting their own team of creep. What about Ghost Rider? I guess he's like the headless horseman Ghost kind Rider of thing, then? right? Or yeah. Demon Spawn, something. They're like like what is it? The creature from the Black Lagoon could be Man Thing. So the the newer Avengers comics is um like a, I guess they they took the idea from Guardians of the Galaxy two. They have a Man Thing that's only like, real tiny, and he actually like rides on Blade's shoulders. Like that's that's in recent Avengers comics where he's like a little version of himself. So it's baby grew, right? Man thing? Ba- basically, yeah, like man child, really. <laughs> but yeah, it's basically like that, and he hangs out with with Blade. So baby child thing. <laughs> I mean, 
I when I found out that some of this show was going to take place in in London and, and stuff like that, I thought Blade and even the the Black Knight might be in this actually, because those are two actors that that are cast. And let's talk about the Egyptian gods in terms of how Marvel puts them, because you know we have we have the Asgardians, multi-dimensional humanoids, right? Worshipped as gods in Northern Europe and their Marvel things. Then we have the Eternals, which are kind of like the Greek gods, right? And it, but in Thor: Love and Thunder, they might say that Russell Crowe is Zuras, or they might go Zeus, and the Greek gods are something separate than the Eternals. And then now we have the Egyptian. This is getting really to be a crowded field. I mean, it's been crowded for years, but they're they're definitely setting up something big. And uh, let's talk for like a tangent real quick. We're a less than three months, I think, from Thor: Love and Thunder. We don't got a promo picture. We don't got a teaser. We don't got a trailer. All we got is a bunch of leaks, leaked set photos. Nothing, nothing official. Good. I'm happy. The less I know, the better. Yeah, I'm. I'm wondering if Doctor Strange or Moon Knight, like, if there's spoilers in these things that are going to tie into that. Because so there's less time between this and and uh, there was for Spider Man. When we got the because we got the first teaser for Spider Man in August, and we came out in December. So that was four months, and people were going crazy, and for this. People are not going crazy as much, which I am extremely glad for and grateful for. But I also think it's because there are a lot less leaks this time around. I know almost nothing or expect almost nothing from Thor Love and Thunder, which is good. But that could be a I, I, I hope and expect it to thing. be just really good Taika Waititi stuff. And I, 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 I want it to be fun. There was a leak. There's a toy leak. I'm not going to talk about it because I, I didn't look at the pictures. Yeah, I did. Did you did, just thumbs up or thumbs down on on uh, Gore? Thumbs up. I can't say because I don't know. Th- but thumb, I'll from me, like thumbs this. up. I, I read the the Gore the God, but just of the 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 Jason Aaron uh, Thor stuff. That that's an you, awesome did you see, comic. Did, but did you see the um, the toy? Yeah. Yeah. So you think it was good? Yeah. Oh, the, okay. Yeah, because I I know what Gore looks like, so that stuff wasn't gonna. Because people were me saying it was it. way off. I didn't look at the picture, but they were saying it was way off. I saw somebody complain, but obviously it's a toy, a small toy. It was like right. a miniature, basically. It's not gonna look. I mean, it, it it looked it looked fine to me. I mean, Christian Bale, right? And I doubt, like, the the real the real way to do Gore would be like Voldemort from uh, Harry Potter. Like that should be his look, and the toy looked like that. To be quite honest, I mean that that should be the the look on film. I don't know what they're gonna do because it's Christian Bale. If you're gonna cover him up that much, right, right, right. where you can't really tell it's him, um, but to me, he doesn't seem like a person that would really care too much. He's just he's there for the acting, as they say, right? He did pr- he did a lot of prosthetics for when he did um. That's what I'm saying. So, so back to the Egyptian gods, as they right. the Ennead, as they are in Marvel. They live in like a pocket dimension called the Celestial Heliopolis. But in in the last episode 
of Moon Knight, and this is one of the other ways they call it, the Overvoid. And that the Egyptian gods live in something called the Overvoid, and they use that when they were in the um, in the pyramid, the Giza pyramid, right? Because they're tech, they said they are technically inside the 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 pyramid is Giza, right? Then they say that in the so the Overvoid sounds very I mean, that, marvel. That's what I assumed it to be. You know, Overvoid said, and the, it and, and the images of it, it's just this like glowing white pyramid in this kind of jack kirby weird um uh, uh multi-dimensional colorful space right um so what you know where where wh- how are they going to talk about the greek gods in terms of this right are they just like the asgardians or are they going to be more of like this whole more more complicated thing like the eternals you know and and uh and and i'm going to go right here with this because what are the other two big Egyptian characters in um, Marvel Universe? One. Bast. No, Ramatut and Apocalypse. Go ahead, T. Right, I'm going to say it. So, so listen. Listen. Bast 2. Bast 2. And, and Ariane, we should definitely talk about that. Before he was Kang, he was Franklin Richards, and he they got a time machine, goes back. He's twenty something cent the the thirtieth three a thousand years in the future or whatever. Somebody correct me He's with a it. Duck Dodger, the twenty first. He and comes a half back the first time. He goes back. He builds the Sphinx. He goes back to ancient Egypt, and he. Ariana, you could laugh on on film. It's okay. She's holding yeah. back. She's cracking yeah. up my Duck Dodgers <laughs> joke. So he goes back and he takes control of ancient Egypt. You know, he takes control of ancient Egypt, and and uh, and he and he's Ramatut, and he's this big thing, and it talks about okay. And then the other person is uh, En Abensur, uh, En Ab Sabanur, and Sab- Sabanur, which Sabanur, is apocalypse. Is apocalypse. I'm not going to use yep. the word apocalypse. I think that's a terrible name for a character. And Sabanur um, is Marvel's historically first mutant right so he's the played on film by Oscar Isaac looked like Ivan Ooze from the Power Rangers movies in a in a terrible awful movie probably I I was really mad when I went to see that in theaters because I was like which you can now see on Disney plus now what like so so yeah great so here's the thing (laughs) Right now, you go back to ancient Egypt. Ancient Egypt wasn't like fifty to a hundred years. The ancient Egypt is like thousands of years. It's a long swath of human history, you know. And to and to put that in context, when Cleopatra was alive, the birth of Cleopatra was closer to the op- Her birth in history was closer to the opening of the first Taco Bell. Than it was to the building of the pyramids. Oh, Taco Bell! Get, I can go for a cheesy gordita crunch right now. Not sponsored by Taco Bell. <laughs> I'm just using Taco Bell because. <laughs> but if they want to sponsor us, I'll take some tacos. Yeah, Taco Bell, sponsor us, please. We love you. Che- cheesy love gordita wrap. Um, so what happens is gordita. That's what they called me in high school. <laughs> oh man. Um, what Baja Blast or cheesy Cortina Rev? It depends on the it depends on the crowd. 
Depends on the crowd. <laughs> depends. No, it depends on what time of year it is. Like I'm just using Taco Bell because it's ridiculous, but it's like this: how big Egyptian history is. Taco Bell is not ridiculous, T. You're being ridiculous for calling Taco <laughs> Bell that. ridiculous. <laughs> right. It's it's not ridiculous how I have to go to the bathroom afterwards. But what happens is, what what, what happens wow. is in the book there's a riff. In the ancient past, between the Egyptian gods and the thing, I, 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 I gotta imagine, I gotta imagine. I, I'm not saying they're gonna show up, but remember, okay, let's go back to the X Men movie. They, and Sabanur was put. It, it, Oscar Isaac was just some dude, right? And and his consciousness was put into him, right? Is that how it worked? I. I don't think he was. I don't think it was his conscience. Cause didn't they put him on a table and like kill them right in the very right. beginning? I think they sacrificed him. So En Sabanur could. Jump I think in. Apocalypse was put into right. him so he could right. live forever. Right. I, right, right. I think that's pretty much what they did. Um, I mean, honestly, I only watched that movie one time, and and, and it that was, was enough. more than enough. The best thing about that movie was the end scene when they were all in like the real original X Men costumes. They all looked great. And then it's like when they did the next movie, they forgot that they ended that movie that way, and they put them all in these ridiculous costumes. I no, I like the costumes in, I like the costumes in 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 the last X Men movie. I like those costumes because they were a Grant Morrison, Frank Quiet. That was a Frank, yeah, that was a Frank Quietly. Yeah, right, that, that's where I, it's from. Everybody yeah. hates those X Men uniforms. I love them. I love those X Men uniforms. No, they're they're fine. Actually, that's a good run too on on the X Men. If anybody wants to read that, the Grant Morrison, Frank Whiteley stuff. Every X Men movie forgets what the last X Men movie did. Like that's multiple just... timelines, multiple timelines. <laughs> like, yeah, it's ridiculous. There's stuff that they can do there. We're in a point in the Marvel universe where this stuff and it's about connectivity. And I thought it was uniquely weird that they said this isn't connected to anything. Yeah. And they said that out loud. It specifically takes place after Endgame because there are things in the show that reference um, what's the thing like the um, when people came back from the snap and they like relocated them and stuff like that. Like there's items of like flyers or things like that in the show sprinkled throughout. But I think they're just trying to be ambiguous on purpose to number one not set expectations. Oscar Isaac's only signed up for this. He he didn't sign up for anything else. Really, just this. So, just this. That's it. He said he wasn't signing like a huge nine picture con, uh, you know, movie deal or whatever. So he's only signed up. So for they're this already building now. it to be um, his wife, right? Layla, Layla, taking, Layla over. taking over. They're they're. Yeah. Do you think people then will like that? Because Oscar Isaac's a huge draw. The actress playing her, not so much. Yeah, I mean, and I looked up. Her, I thought she looked familiar, and then I looked up Ryan DB, and I didn't really know her from anything else. And this is like one of her, like, I think she only had First. like five or six credits. Yeah, like not not a whole lot Let's of stuff. See. The Marvel brand is bigger than any actor, really. So you can That's put true. whoever no, you yeah. want in in any in any role, really. If they're a good actress, they're going to do good in, in it. It's not like well, that's why you know that's why if they're going to bring X Men, I kind of want like unknown actors for the big parts like i want someone unknown for wolverine if they can get it i want new actors that can get an opportunity to be huge stars as long as they you know if if they if they're game 
cast them. Well, I, I agree. I, mean, I, 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 I think the I'm way. Sorry, th- go. No, no. Well, I was gonna say I think the way that they set them up, themselves up now with the the multiverse and all that stuff, they could cherry pick who they want to to bring over from pre existing stuff if they really wanted to. Like I think McAvoy and Fassbender would be awesome to, to to keep in those roles, and there's no explanation needed. You know, like you did it with J.K. Simmons in, in Spider Man, right? There's no reason to explain yourself. You just do it. People are gonna accept it and they're gonna love it. Right, but they can't do that forever. Eventually, they're going to have to have their own home version, not just a multiverse. We're not talking version. about the multiverse no, version. But That's I, not no, what no, no, said. no. Right. The, the multiverse. So there was a comic a couple years ago, Secret Wars 2. And what that did was merge all these alternate realities into the main Marvel Universe, right? So, like, people don't realize Miles Morales is not an original marvel universe character he's from the ultimate universe right so he's with Uh ultimate spider-man and ultimate x-men and that kind of stuff and what they did was they they had the ultimate universe merge with the regular 616 universe which is the original prime marvel you know universe timeline right and then when that was left over miles morales is in the regular world so you have miles but and peter because, parker running around but it's but is it because he was popular if not they would have just probably that, maybe let him that's return. part of it but that was like all these other characters right like when they they rebooted everybody and they they introduced kamala khan and like um who, who else kate bishop like these people were brought in and now they're they're trying to take the not trying to they they basically took over the roles from the main characters, but you had them simultaneously in the same universe. But Miles Morales was one of the exceptions where he was extremely popular that they had to make him more mainstream and connected with everybody that we know and you know what you I mean? could bring in you could bring in an actor who's played the person before and say this is the person that's in this universe in the the M- MCU prime this is the person playing this person, and that's them. When that actor played the same character, but that's a different universe, and it could be the same actor, different timelines. This is what they're talking about with 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 Daredevil and Kingpin. That the and Netflix aren't right. Can't, they're 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 you know alternate timelines or whatever you want to do it. But these are the same. These are the same characters, but not the same versions of those characters. So you could bring in McAvoy, and, and it's super smart. Because all the Fox catalog, people are going to go back and buy that stuff and watch that stuff. Like, the, I guarantee people who saw Spider-Man No Way Home and had no idea that Andrew Garfield and, and Tobey Maguire were in the movie went back and watched those old movies or bought those old movies. You know what I mean? So well, anything I, that they do now... I watched them, I watched them before the movies just to prepare myself. If right. Right. But a lot of people don't realize... Like, my buddy saw the movie over this weekend... And he's like, I never saw those old movies. I had no idea what was going on. He's like, I like Spider-Man enough, but he didn't really... He's like, I don't have the nostalgia for that stuff. But if you didn't see, like, as terrible as it was, the second Andrew Garfield movie, like, No Way Home doesn't hit as hard as it... There are parts of it I liked. There were parts of it I liked. Yeah, you wouldn't know about uh, Electro or nothing. Right. Or about the catch. If I was if I was if I was in charge making decisions, I know fantasy thing. The X Men 
were always there. Professor X just is blocking everyone's memory and erasing everybody's memory, messing with people's minds. They could have been there and the attack on New York, he just wiped memory wipes everybody every single time. So they always been there. How would I introduce the X-Men into Marvel Universe? Mutants could be introduced here and there, but X-Men themselves... Disney Plus, Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters, you have the original team as they were, you know, in, in the young thing, whatever, you know, however you want to cast it, however you want to do it. Um, but I would add Storm, the original cast plus Storm, and I would have them as teenagers hire, like you're saying, Ariani, really young actors, put them in there. And then the next time that they do Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters on Disney Plus whole different class, whole different team, whole different superheroes. And you see if any of these characters or these actors really stick in their roles because no joke, you have hundreds of mutants to pick from, hundreds of them. And they could kind of like be really, really popular or fall by the wayside. I'm just saying that's how I would structure it. And I would bring in McAvoy and Fassbender. Yeah, and honestly, I like the kid who played Cyclops in the last two movies. Um, Sansa Stark as Jean Grey is fine. The kid who played Nightcrawler I thought was really good. He was it, un, unremarkable to me, unremarkable. I mean, it was fine, but it was just kind of like... If if they're going to bring anybody, I'd rather it just be Fassbender right. and Boy Because, let's be real, they are far and away literally the best things in those new sequel movies you know um like by far i think fastbender uh, fastbender is the best fastbender fastbender for sure but i was pissed off at how much they wasted fastbender they made him bad and then they made him good and then they made him bad again and then good again I, maybe that's like a normal thing from magneto yeah, I pretty guess, much but so <laughs> you just pretty yeah, much right, just yeah, described the just history magneto. of magneto in the marvel universe yeah, i know but you know what? It's like it's like really frustrating to see as like an audience member, you know, in a movie. It's just like my god. But you know what? Because I have been watching the X Men movies again slowly. Um, the best scene for me, and I kind of wish this could be just like a whole movie, was where Magneto in First Class just kills the Nazis in the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Magneto Nazi Hunter should feel- be like its own movie. Oh my god! Yeah. It feels like he. It feels like Fastbender got a redo from his scene in, in Glorious Bastards. Bastards. Get, yeah, yeah. It's like they gave him a do-over. <laughs> All right, let's oh. bring it back to Moon. All right, let's bring it back to Moon. Yeah, I would say the right. X Men. The X Men talk so, is great, but let, yeah, let's get back on Moon Knight. So if we were paying attention in the first episode, we already knew that they were three three personalities. Why? Because yep. Because one, uh, what's it? Jake Lockley. What, what's the first? Jake Lockley is the third no, one. No, no. Yeah. What's the first one's but name we that we met? we haven't seen him yet. Okay. So Stephen Steve Grant, Grant so is Steve the one Grant that we know. So Stephen Grant is there. He's working on the thing. He, and His other personality asked this woman out on a date. Hello. I'm Stephen right? Grant. And he goes. With right? a V. And he goes. And he asks her he, he, another personality. But the other, um, Phil Spector, he's like, um, I know I did it on purpose. I, Mark Spector. He, um, <laughs> he has an American accent, right? She's not shocked that he's speaking in a British accent, right? So we already know that somebody asked her out in a British accent, right? Who 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 did that? Who asked her out? Doesn't seem doesn't seem like uh, um, 
it's it's not Stephen or, or or Mark. You know, Mark Spector didn't seem like he would take the time to ask a woman out like that. That's really weird, right? And he's already married, so he's not going to be right, doing that. Right? right. So they. So it had right, to be a third, third personality, personality that right. was brave enough to right. ask. Right. And her I out. think there's going to be more more personalities, and I hope they, you know, um, I yeah. go with that. In in terms of personality, I was going to bring this up at the end and recommend that you guys all read this and everybody else check it out, but. In 2011, my my favorite duo in comics, uh, Brian Michael Bendis and, and uh, Alex Maleev, did a, a Moon Knight comic book, and there's 12 issues, and I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of uh, of Moon Knight, so I read the one from I think it was 2014 where they introduced like Stephen Grant, he was in like a psych ward, and that's where the the Mister Knight, so that's his costume. Where he has a suit and like a face mask. And this is this is Malayev, uh, Brian Michael Bendis and Malayev, right? Not no no no. In two thousand fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, like right around there. I forget which year. There, I I don't even know who the creative team is, but I didn't I didn't like it, so I didn't pay too much attention to it. But um, Stephen Grant is in a psych ward, and his costume when he uh, becomes Moon Knight is the the suit from episode two. So that's Mr. Knight. Right. Right. It's not Moon Knight. It's Mr. Knight. That's his thing because he's like, you know, spiffy, whatever. But. Um, spiffy. In 2011. Yeah. I mean, that's a good word, right? Spiffy. Um, Bendis and Malieve did a, a Moon Knight run. And the multiple personalities for Moon Knight. You ready for this one? What? Are Spider-Man, Wolverine, and Captain America. Those are his three personalities, or well, four because it's it's Mark Spector, Captain America. But he doesn't have the claws, so how would he? No, he does. He does. They they did a really creative thing. I don't want to ruin it. I think everybody should read this comic. It's twelve issues, and it's 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 a full series. And the interesting thing is, um, one character that's in this run is echo who's was in hawkeye who was daredevil's girlfriend in the malieve and bendis run who says in this run with moon knight i can't believe i dated daredevil so they tied all their runs together it's 12 issues it's worth checking out it's really good um it got me interested in moon knight and i kind of wish they were doing this version on the show which I think would have been awesome because you could have Captain America, Wolverine, and Spider-Man running around. I mean, I guess the Spider-Man thing would have been different because of the, you know, the rights yeah, issues. But, but I feel I feel like they're trying to not distract from Moon Knight himself because that would have been a huge distraction. Right. I mean, they in season to, two, you could story. definitely do this though. If you right. do a season two, you could definitely do this, and it's if, it's good. If Oscar decides, well, it sounds like yeah. to me like I didn't know, but it sounds like to me Oscar Isaac isn't gonna come back for a second season because i'm sure like putting together this disney plus season was like you know a big time commitment for him and he's not hurting for roles he seems like the kind of person yeah he seems like the kind of person who has a lot of work i and i wonder if if star wars kind of burned him a little and he's like i'm not signing multiple things anymore like a I'd like to see thing. him come back as Poe right, Dameron. That, I mean. I'd like to see him come back and Poe as Poe Dameron in Disney Plus. 
it's gonna happen in the future, but I think he kind of has let to, it like, breathe, like step yeah. away from it a little. But he has a good enough relationship with Disney right. that he, you know, wanted to do this. Right. So that's a good sign. But I completely understand him not wanting to commit. I mean, I, I think if you do a Midnight Suns movie or miniseries on Disney Plus where he's only in maybe like if it's a six episode miniseries and he's only got to show up for like three episodes, like you get a, a solo episode and then maybe a two episode team up or something like that. And you film everything over like a month. You now, know, do I, we think, um, what's his name? Midnight Man? Is oh. that his name? Yeah, Midnight Man. Yep. Is he going to be, you think, like more of a major thing? Right. That's the actor who passed away. Yeah, I know that's And the I was like, I didn't know him before. Away. And I was like, wow, this guy's like really striking and. He, like he was like, oh, wow, yeah. he's doing a really he's, good job. He's... I was like really interested in the character and and the actor. And then it's like all of a sudden, like on the internet, I'm seeing like, oh, he passed away in a skiing accident. Yeah, and in yeah, real I life, posted yeah. about it months ago. Yeah, he passed away in a ski accident like in like a month ago. Um, I think most Americans would probably know him or recognize him. He was in that I think Hannibal Rising movie where he played young Hannibal Lecter. Or, like, if you're in any mall, I think he was, like, a Chanel representative, and he was, like, in all the cologne, like, promos and stuff like that. So, I knew him from stuff like that and, like, in fandom stuff. Like, he got a lot of, like, people on the internet would, like, cast him as, like, oh, he should be this person. He should be that guy. But he wasn't a famous actor, really, in the States. He was more international. Um, And I think it's cool that he got to be in a Marvel property, and it's awful. That he died so young. Yeah. Awful. And I mean, I think he's in the, the next few episodes because the IMDb credits show him for, credited for four episodes, whether he's in them or not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I liked his character. I thought he was, he was interesting. Hey, it's cool. He was he's cool. Trying to yeah, pull, yeah, he was cool. Because he's obviously going to yeah. side with, with Harrow and, and everything. So cool Egyptian guy riding yeah, around on a horse close. with a spear is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, because he's got money. Right? He, he wa- walked basically. around in like, like the super elegant thing and like, it's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing where the show goes for sure. I mean, they imprisoned Khonshu at the end, right? So, like, what are they going to do with, with that? Um, and other than that, I'm, I'm ready to, to rock and roll. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NotAllPods. Visit us on our website at NotAllPodcastWearCapes.com. And send us an email, notallpods at gmail.com. Also subscribe and listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Not All Podcasts Wear Capes is a Thaumaturge Wonderworks production. This issue was edited by Andre 3.0 Marks. Pause for a look up. Star Wars? (laughs) Are we pausing for a look up now? You just said we weren't pausing for a look up. You didn't know it. You have to know it. This is the art of editing. 3.0 is going to edit this out, and then you could tack this on at the end, 3.0. Cheers, mate. Cheers, bruv. <laughs> <laughs>